0: Hello, welcome to Redex a smart choice. My name is Himshika and I am your host and favorite narrator. Today's episode is episode 12, Power of Immobility. Let's start this episode. Happy listening. Episode 12, Power of Immobility. Sweet mother, I don't understand the strong immobility of an immortal spirit. What is it that you don't understand, that an immortal spirit has a strong immobility? It says what it means, an immortal spirit is necessarily immobile and strong by the very fact of its being immortal, for this is a fact, it's like that. When the spirit is conscious of immortality, it becomes an immobility, all made of strength. Immobility. That is to say, it does not move any longer, but it is a strong immobility. It is not an immobility of inertia or importance. It is a strong immobility which is a basis for action. That is, all one does founds itself upon this powerful, all-powerful immobility of the spirit that is immortal. But you see, there is no explanation which can give you that. You must have the experience. One can't understand what this means. And it is the same for everything. The head, the little brain, cannot understand. The minute one has the experience, one understands, not before. One may have a sort of imaginative idea, but this is not understanding. To understand, one must leave it. When you become conscious of your immortal spirit, you will know what its strong immobility is but not before otherwise these are mere words you don't understand how one can be immobile and strong at the same time is that what is bothering you well i reply that the greatest strength is in immobility that is the sovereign power and there is a very small superficial application of this which perhaps you will understand Someone comes and insults you, or says unpleasant things to you, and if you begin to vibrate in unison with this anger or this ill-will, you feel quite weak and powerless, and usually you make a fool of yourself. But if you manage to keep within yourself, especially in your head, a complete immobility which refuses to receive these vibrations, then at the same time you will feel very great. And a great strength within and the other person cannot disturb you if you remain very quiet even physically and when violence is directed at you you are able to remain very quiet very silent very still well that has a power not only over you but over the other person also if you don't have all these vibrations of inner response if you can remain absolutely immobile within yourself Everywhere, this has an almost immediate effect upon the other person. That gives you an idea of the power of immobility, and it is a very common fact which can occur every day. It is not a great event of spiritual life. It is something of the outer material life. There is tremendous power in immobility. Mental immobility, sensorial immobility, physical immobility. If you can remain like a wall, absolutely motionless, everything the other person sends to you will immediately fall back upon him. And it has an immediate action. It can stop the arm of the assassin, you understand. It has that strength. Only one must not just appear to be immobile and yet be boiling inside. That's not what I mean. I mean an integral immobility. There is a static power. How to explain it to you? Look, there is the same difference between the static power and dynamic power as between a game of defense and a game of attack. You understand? It is the same thing. Static power is something which can withstand everything. Nothing can act upon it. Nothing can touch it. Nothing can shake it. It is immobile, but it is invincible. Dynamic power is something in action which at times goes forth, and may at times receive blows. That is to say, if you want your dynamic power to be always victorious, it must be supported by a considerable static power an unshakable pace. I know what you want to say, that a human being becomes aware of power only when it is dynamic. A human being does not consider it a power except when it acts. If it does not act, he does not even notice it. He does not realize the tremendous force which is behind this inaction, at times, even frequently. A force more formidable than the power which acts. But you may try it out it yourself. You will see. It is much more difficult to remain calm, immobile, unshakable before something very unpleasant. Whether it be words or acts, leveled against you, infinitely more difficult than to answer with the same violence. Suppose someone insults you, if in the face of these insults you can remain immobile, not only outwardly, I mean integrally, without being shaken or touched in any way, you are there like a force against which one can do nothing and do not reply. You do not make a gesture, you do not say a word. All the insults thrown at you leave you absolutely untouched, within and without. You can keep your heartbeats absolutely quiet. You can keep the thoughts in your head quite immobile and calm without their being in the least disturbed. That is, your head does not answer immediately by similar vibrations. And your nerves don't feel clenched with the need to return a few blows to relieve themselves. If you can be like that, you have a static power. And if it is infinitely more powerful, if you had that kind of force which makes you answer insult by insult, blow by blow, and agitation by agitation. Some people are more or less what I call coddled, that is unable to resist any pain, to bear it they immediately say i can't it is unbearable i can't bear any more ah this indeed changes nothing in the circumstances it does not stop the suffering because it is not by telling it that you don't want it that you make it go away but if one can do two things either bring into oneself for all nervous sufferings for example bring into oneself a kind of immobility as total as possible at the place of pain, this has the effect of anesthetic. If one succeeds to bring an inner immobility, an immobility of the inner vibration at the spot where one is suffering, it has exactly the same effect as an anesthetic. It cuts off the contact between the place of pain and the brain. Once you have cut the contact, it you can keep this state long enough, the pain will disappear. You must form the habit of doing this. But you have the occasion, all the time, the opportunity to do it. You get a cut, get a knock. You see, one always gets a little hurt somewhere, especially when doing athletics, gymnastics and all that. Well, there are opportunities given to us, instead of sitting there observing the pain, Try to analyze it, concentrating upon it, which makes it increase indefinitely. There are people who think of something else, but it does not last. They think of something else and then suddenly are drawn back to the place that hurt. But if one can do this, you see, since the pain is there, it proves that you are in contact with the nerve that transmitting the pain. Otherwise, you wouldn't feel that way. Well. Once you know that you are in contact, you try to accumulate at that point as much immobility as you can to stop the vibration of pain. You will perceive that it has the effect of a limp which goes to sleep when you are in an awkward position and that all of a sudden, you know, don't you? And then when it stops, it begins to vibrate again terribly. Well, you deliberately try this kind of concentration of immobility in the painful nerve. At the painful point, you bring as total an immobility as you can. Well, you will see that it works, as I told you. Like an anesthetic, it puts the things to sleep. And then, if you can add to that kind of inner peace and a trust that the pain will go away. Well, I tell you that it will go. Of all the things, that which is considered the most difficult from the yogic point of view is toothache, because it is very close to the brain. Well, I know that this can be done truly to the extent of not feeling the pain at all. And this does not cure the bad tooth. But there are cases in which one can succeed in killing a painful nerve. Usually in tooth, it is nerve which has been attacked by the caries, the disease, and which begins to protest with all its strength. So if you succeed in establishing this immobility, you prevent it from vibrating, you prevent it from protesting, and what is remarkable is that if you do it fairly constantly, with sufficient perseverance, the sick nerve will die, and you will not suffer at all anymore, because it was that which was suffering, and when it is dead does not suffer any longer. Just try it. The end. Thanks for being the part of my podcast and for all your love and appreciation. You can share your views, ideas and thought through the link of voice message given in the description. Stay tuned to this podcast. Happy listening.